scaffolding that the cells are standing on is pretty flimsy, really, even though it can have gone on and feel so sturdy for four decades or whatever. Like, when, to turn around and, and find out if there's anyone in there thinking the thoughts or, you know, just even that idea of, you know, okay, well, if I'm the thinker of the thoughts, what am I going to think next? Or, you know, just let me just think about this cup for five minutes. Or when it seems how futile that is, you go, well, they're not mine. I'm clearly not authoring them because I, I can't control them at all. I just label them with those labels, mine and about me, you know, but clearly they're just the birds flying by the window, you know, and it's, they, 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 ain't, they ain't stopping, I mean, they're, yeah. the birds just go on right by the window, but I don't call the bird me, and so why do I call the, the thought me? You know? Well, that's the thing, like, with that bird analogy, you see, a, you see a thought like a bird go by the window, but let's say you think you're a bird owner, yeah? So you're a thought owner, so then certain thoughts will remind you of your bird, certain birds, and your attention will follow that bird because you want to see where that bird's going to because it reminds me of my bird. Maybe my bird escaped and and all the stories ensue, but it's just another bird flying by the window, but it's how you hold it that binds you to it. Mm -hmm. The thought has no binding ability. It's just a thought. But the my is the binding ability. Uh-huh. It's the identification as the selfing that the binding is interest. Your attention is given to it because you're interested in it. Because it's about you. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be concerning you. That's the whole dilemma. The, the, the immunity comes from when that interest is in, disengaged from it. And I found it's disengaged from it when you entertain it's not you. Yeah, because the only reason why you're engaged in it, you think it's about you. That's the only reason you find interest in it. Mm-hmm. If someone came over here and talked to me about five minutes of their selfing, I'd be bored stiff. Literally, I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to do the laundry now, or let me do the dishes, or whatever. But I've been hearing the same thing for 40, 50 years, thinking it's very, very interesting. Why is that? Yeah, you have to sort of question that. Why is that? That I, I can, I have great immunity to your thoughts and a lot of wisdom about your thoughts. When you come over and tell me your thoughts, I can dice like Solomon. Yes, you know this is what you should do and da da da. But the same thoughts held as mine, I have no wisdom about. What the hell's going on? It's not the thought, obviously. It's the interest. It's the identification. And what selfing is is being identified with a thought, which is self. And then that thought claims all the other thoughts. So you think you're thinking. But the thing that you think is thinking is a thought. But it claims, it's used to claim all other thoughts. So one thought becomes the thinker of all other thoughts. One feeling, which is the feeling of self, becomes the one who has all the other feelings that you call yours. Yeah, The one, whatever, claims everything that comes after it. Velcro thoughts, yes, but the Velcro's on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The thoughts have no Velcro. You you apply the Velcro, and then you look at they're 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 attacking me. You give them all the power, like the course would say, you're the dreamer of the dream, yeah. But you forgot you dreamt it, and you've given what you dreamt all the power to affect you. That's exactly what happens. The course of miracles. You're the dreamer of the dream. You forgot you're the dreamer of the dream. Now what you dreamt, you've given it all the power to affect you. Yeah? So it's the meaning that you gave something that's seemingly fucking with you, not the thing itself. It's the meaning you give it. It's just like, you know, not being able, not having any money. So what? 
That's just an observation. But the meaning the mind gives to it is, oh no, this is going to terrible calamities may happen to you. And they may. They're not happening now. But it will run with the meaning it gave it. And that's what you're flipping out about. So you're not flipping about what the thoughts bring in you. The thought just triggers something. Yes? And it triggers something because it triggers and what it triggers the idea of this is my thought or about me, which Paul arises, and that's a tag to thousands of other, other files of old ideas, misconstrued something or other, weird misplaced faiths, everything like that, and then that gets downloaded, and you, as the you, deliver the meaning that that thing you believe is bringing to you. It's conscious, you can see it. Yeah. It's unconscious. If you're at the effect of it, it's unconscious, yes. But it's a conscious process. It's very easily seen if you're not its main cog, which is the thinker or the haver of the, or the thoughts are about me or that idea of being self. When that's been shifted, you'll see it as clear as day. You'll see exactly what's going on. A thought is just a thought until it becomes my thought. You're giving it all of its impact. So you give it the impact, then you get punched by it. And you go, see, this punched me. But no, you, it's like a roundabout punch. It comes from where you are, back, and it moves to you. And so you lose the real, like, source of it from around here. Then it seems like it's coming from the outside in. So all this shit's imposing its will on me, and if I could only manage this better, I'd be fine. No, that's not the case. Because you can, like, we say this in recovery, you can drop an alcoholic into heaven, it'll be hell in a day. It will give heaven the meaning of hell very quickly. There is no heaven or hell, obviously. It's the meaning of given things that makes it a heaven or hell. You're the meaning giver. And so, if there's an ability to give meaning, which I believe we all have, just like entertaining, and you're identified with a system called self-centeredness, and then self-centeredness becomes the distributor of all meaning in your life, then what you're experiencing are the effects or the expressions of self-centeredness. And you're calling them yours, and you're calling them your lives, and you're calling every expression that this system of self is demonstrating through you yours. That's called being identified as it. Self-centeredness is a system. It's foreign. It's something you grew into. You weren't... Were you afraid of people when you were young? Probably not. Then you grow into a fear about people. You grow into all these fears and these anxieties. You grew into them. You, weren't, you didn't start out that way. You were in a state of conscious contact. There was no introspection yet. There was no narrative going. You were just playing. And when you were playing, you weren't worrying would you be playing next week because you had no concept of next week. You were just here because you didn't have any option to be anywhere else. You hadn't entertained the possibility of not being where you are. Self is what presents that option to you. You start thinking things can be different. And in that thinking they can be different, you don't recognize how they are. There's no recognition of the consciousness of how they are. It's all, you always become recognized with the reaction by selfing. It could be different. So you take this as becomes your first reaction. But the first response is conscious contact. This is how it is. But no, we forget that. Now we're just getting triggered by the second one, which is a reaction from the point of view of self. This is how it should be. It shouldn't be this way. Somehow or another, it always finds fault. We're in, sense, in, in a sense, there's no fault to be found. But we're, believe, we're taking the second reaction to be where our life starts. 
It isn't. Now, life is started at conscious contact. The second is a reaction from a conditionality thought interpretive system called selfing. It reacts to the conscious contact and says, I don't want to be in conscious contact with that. I don't like that, or I want that, or this or that. Let me change this and bring this, and let me manipulate, control this. And therefore, you lose the alavatal of life. Yeah? It becomes neutered. Hmm? The, like the uh, feeling of being alive. That's Ilan Vital, it's a French statement, right? So sort of like... Hmm? Yes. Yeah, so that, that sense gets lost in the dissection. And primarily, you, now you think you know. You know what is should be different. And that whole system was, like you call it, a foreign installation, was put in after the fact. That wasn't... Exactly. They haven't even proven when they do research now. Babies don't know there's a mother for at least till after a year, year and a half. They're just in this oneness floating around, getting tits and everything like that. Trying to sort of adapt to this new functionality of interface as a body here. I read something too where it was like, and there's no, right around that two and a half mark, there's no autobiographical memory like they have they're not there's no narrative that's been started so it's exactly. funny I was on the elevator this morning and coming down from the hotel and it was one of those things where there was a billion buttons so it was like three or four minutes and a woman with a baby got on and was right beside me the baby must have been like one or something and you just saw this baby unlike anyone other you know person in the elevator just like bells would ring and it would look and mom and it was just total conscious contact you just saw in this kid's eye no story Birds were flying in windows. The whole in this little box was a fascinating little box to be in, but there was no central point there that anything was sticking to. You know, there was right. just was just like and completely alive. You know, and then you look around the room and everybody else has their thing going on. You know, right. it's just clear. You know, it was so great. You see, taking a long airplane ride, fifteen-hour airplane ride, yeah. Now, if you had a chimpanzee, two champions, chimpanzees on a 15-hour airplane ride, after a little while, they'd be picking things off each other. There'd be all this intimacy happening. We're all just sitting there. The book, the t- movie, bring food in, drink. No, I don't. No, no. I want idle seats. I want window seats. Don't be near me. No humans. You know? <laughs> the head has us isolated so incredibly. You know, we're so in a state of withholding from life. Life is constantly inviting us, and no, 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 no. It doesn't look the way I thought it would look. No. I'm not going to sign for that package of approval. It isn't in a five foot ten blonde's body. No. I'm not. There's only certain ways I will accept it. No, no. It's like unbelievable. Playing God. Constantly playing God. Yeah, life is constantly trying to get through to you. You know what I mean? No, no. I won't take this message. No, no. I'm not returning that call. No, 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 no. I'm just going to withhold myself to that real special thing happens. Not now, but later. I'm just going to hold off. I'm not going to embrace anything until that one moment I'll totally embrace. Just when I think it's exactly the way I want it to be. Well, yeah. <laughs> what happens then, you know? You plan, like, for two years to have this babe, and, no, you're going to go horizontal with her or something. And then, uh, so you get the lighthouse, and 
you plan it, you find it's going to be a stormy night, it's everything you thought, Kenny G music once again. Epiphany, <laughs> <laughs> sex, the same thing. You know. and, it, just, and you plan it, and there it is, the moment she's upstairs, we've had nice food, everything, and you're climbing up the spiral staircase, how that spiral staircase. And you get up there, and then as soon as you're there, this is what I've been working for for years. A thought comes in. Did I leave the stove on at home? <laughs> the event is ruined. All the manipulation. You can't enjoy what you thought you were holding from everything else just to enjoy this moment. You can't even embrace that moment. Oops. So what we do is go back to the same drawing board, get another formula, another five-year Stalinist plan. All right, that. Well, and then all the while living in the state of withholding, waiting for a mythical moment will you totally let go to. It's all playing God. This is it. I don't care if we like it or not. This is what's appearing. This is the only movie in town. Yeah? You can't rewrite the you can rewrite the script, but you ain't changing the picture. This is it. Seeing, hearing, facing, touching, whatever. This is what's happening. And there's a contact as that. Yeah? But the head is being withheld. What's being withheld? What's being withheld all day by the head? Your ability to live is being withheld because you don't, you don't think this moment deserves you living it. You're withholding it for a moment that you think is worthwhile or a person you think is worthwhile or a job you think is worthwhile or a, a setting that you think is worthwhile. And the mind will change that, what's worthwhile, at the drop of a hat. And basically your whole life is withholding with the hopes that one day I would totally let go but if you look at it from above, all you are is in this constant state of withholding. There's never that mythical moment of letting go. It's always put off more and more. There's always fault to be found. Where, no, no, I cannot let that one. No, no, no. I didn't like the, how that teacher delivered it. No, no, no. I'm not going to go for that. No, no. I haven't, I haven't resonated yet. That perfect resonation with somebody. Give me a break, man. It's that withholding. This is what self does. Selfing does. It separates you from that animated liveliness and it wants to know things before it will give into them. Where there's the giving into things and that's how you know it. Yeah, You surrender and abandon yourself and then you know what life is like. You don't know it like a specimen in a laboratory. There's got to be a letting go in a way. And the fact is, conscious contact is seeing the holding on and letting go. So the real letting go isn't a letting go based on a holding on. It's prior to that. It's just seeing, which was never a holding on and therefore no need to let go. There was no one to hold on. And then you can save yourself so much time. I'm holding on to something and then hopefully I'll let go. No, you've never held on. There's no one ever to hold on. You are that right now. There's no preparation. There's not one thing you and I need to do another second to facilitate it. It's already open. It's just available as is right now. You're in contact as it all day. You know what is still by the beingness of it. It's consciousness being in contact with itself in other forms. It's unbelievable. That beingness tells you, intimates the stillness of it. I don't know if, there's, if, if it's all there is, but it sure seems like it's all there is. I can't say. But you'll see what happens. So this idea of selfing, 
you, I find, truly, I don't know if I used, yeah, I did that last night. You'll lose that interest in it when you entertain it's not you. It's as simple as that. You have a built-in interest that goes to wherever you think you are. If you think you're a spirit or whatever, let's say you recognize you're not selfing, then that homing device is replaced. Because instead of going into selfing all day and producing its effects, because if you can entertain, we have an ability to entertain that's part, it's so unbelievable, it can make hell. It can make hell here. If you entertain your thoughts sufficiently, you're in living hell. There is no living hell. There's no place you could call living hell. It's manufactured here. And it's how can it be so manufactured to seem so real? You must have an incredible ability to entertain something almost into reality. So this is what selfing's doing. It looks at something, there's a looking going on, which is the conscious contact, and immediately it says, I'm looking at something, that I drags a lot of programs into the picture, the meaning come from, quote-unquote, you, and is injected into that event, and into that thought, and into that relationship, and into that feeling, and it rewrites history, basically. Beingness becomes life, instead of life happening, you get to live life's happening to me. It's totally different. The basic movement's the same, but it's a little bit of a hijack. Life is happening, but not to you. Life is happening. But when it gets turned like this, that's called self-importance. That's called the reflection of self. Everything I meet only reflects back who's meeting it. All conscious contact has been claimed and used to further the illusion of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. The truth has actually been used to create the illusion, in a sense. There could not be hell unless you were aware of it. There would be no suffering unless you were aware of it. And the awareness did not produce the suffering. It just sees it. That's why people, they're driving crazy at night. They, want to, they don't want to listen to their thoughts anymore. They're driving them bongos at night. The thing's just, it's just like all the day's conscious contact has been forgotten, and it's all the reflecting on self. What did it mean to me? What did they say? Who that? What happened? Da 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 to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, and it just goes on and on and on. All conscious contacts are done. Basically, you're trying to fall asleep, but it's rehashing and going over it, over and over and over again, sifting out new meanings and everything, making up stories. So by the time a couple hours with underneath this, it's like the parasite has tentacles. It meets something, the conscious contact occurs, and then the tentacles of the parasite just feels it with thoughts. <laughs> And then, okay, now I know it. But from the parasite's view, I've met someone like her before. <laughs> All right, never have to again. <laughs> so, so everything I come in contact with, ah, life, <laughs> thing comes over, oh, and it's dead. In a split second. It's very quick. I mean, really quick. So there's the meeting of life, and then this parasite goes over it. <laughs> Gets all of its information, and now it has a meaning of life. Different than conscious contact. Totally different than conscious contact. To me, it's unconscious, total unconsciousness. Yeah? So it's just, the thing is met consciously, and then the parasite changes, and then it has tons of meaning gets injected into it, and maybe there was a, a, a movement of love, and it sees it as a threat. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. So you don't know if you should get up or take a shit after a while. 
You can't follow any natural feelings because they're not natural anymore. You have this impulse or a drive to someone, and then what happens is it's coincided with tons of thinking about it. What will it mean if I say a lotus? I, this happened when I was younger. I was walking through the hallway at school. I was like 10 years old, I was walk, or 11. I was walking through a hallway at school, and this girl said hello to me. And I went home and wondered what she meant by it. Five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Parasite just ran all over the fucking thing. It was just a natural thing, a liking and a liking, and it got fucking bastardized for five freaking hours. So before I was 12 or 13, I didn't, you know, if I liked someone, there'd be tons of thinking about it. It just wasn't a natural liking. It was like, no, thousands of thoughts about it. Fuck. Everything I you know, was drawn to got shat on, in a sense. So she's, oh, I can't go there. It smells. So everything I was, I was impelled to go towards. So, okay, I'm left with it. All right, this is what you're going to get, Paul. A story about everything. You're not going to feel, taste, touch, snake. No, but you're going you're gonna to think a lot. That's it. That's for sure. But you're not going to get anything. You're not going to get a real crispy thing. You're going to get the menu, like the recipe, so you can think about it. Oh, what would it mean if I added something else? But you never had the taste to begin with. What, is, what would it mean if there was more tahini in it? But you didn't even taste any tahini yet. You're not living. That's what selfing does. It, it, for, it replaces living or contact with a story about contact. And that story about contact can never capture the essence of contact. That's the life. That's what brings satisfaction from within out, not out in. You can't get satisfied. You can't receive anything that would satisfy you unless you have a sense of satisfaction. That's the only way. Everything else will be followed by guilt and shame. Anything that brings you any satisfaction will be just made into something bad, in a way, with the head. But this satisfaction sort of comes from in and out. You're looking for ways of expressing it. And every way is a way to express inner satisfaction. That's holding the space, in a sense. That, to me, is the holding the space. You're fucking satisfied. The, the search is off. It's done. It's finished. You're, this is it. I mean, you're really, really rooted in this is it, it. You are actually stopped. You're not using this is it as looking for what, what could be or where it was, you know? No, you just hunger down and this is it. And there's the joy that I was looking for all the time as a you. Spending 500 bucks at night. You know, really, literally. I went to great ends to try to feel better. Now, there's no need to try to feel better. The real relief is you have no need to be liberated. It's done. There's no need to be liberated. I don't want to go anywhere else. I have no drive to leave this place at all. Because it isn't a place I am, really. It's not happening. What's happening is the witnessing of it, the seeing of it. This thing's going to come and go. This is just the being of consciousness manifesting so that it can be seen. The seeing is the joy, not what I see. You know, or what I feel, or what I taste. It's the seeing, feeling, tasting, touching. What's behind that? And I don't know how to get there, because you can't get there. It's just, I find the best way is to entertain and repetition, like we are doing here in this community. You're having this message repeated. I think repetition is a good thing to do, because it's like using the poison as an antidote. 
we got into this seeming mess by repetition. I, me, my, all day. I, me, my, I, me, my. Every bit, every contact being claimed as happening to you as a self. Every, it's using every moment that life is expressing itself to claim its relevance. Every moment it's acquired and hijacked by claiming it as, this is happening to me. No, it's fucking just happening. No, to me. No, happening. No, me. Happening. Me. Well, then it seems like the only there's a me happening. No. No. That's part of what's happening, the, the arising of me. It's nothing's happening to it. Yeah. So, that's why I like what you're talking about. I like to, to go from the problem most of the time. Because you can describe what you're not. It's very easy to do because you can see it. You can't see what you are because it's busily seeing. Like the eye can't see the eye. It's impossible. Yeah? So seeing can't be seen. Yeah? But seeing can see what you're not being manufactured and, and reinforced and replicated. It's mostly a replication. It's a habit. It's like coughing up the same goo every second. Everything. I mean, my on and on. And really, you know, you hit someone in the back. Oh, a big self will come out. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't like that, but pull, pull, pull. Some great masters, right? Supposedly, I don't know, Muji and these people. They're probably awesome. I've never seen any of them. You've heard it all. You know? You've got a leg up. You've heard it from a lot of different views. It's, it's, it's sort of gone into yourself from a lot of different angles. So, it's, and you know, the quicker the erosion, really. Because selfing has certain foundations. You've gotten a lot of termites in there. It's just going to erode it, erode it. There's another great statement in The Course of Miracles I really love, which is, we are all awake, yeah? Inherently. That's our nature. So, but you seem to be in, the, you seem to be in this dream. Yeah? But so, how we're going to go have the experience of being awake here is we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. And as we're dreaming ourselves out of the dream, the dream's going to get happier. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Mm -hmm. So there's no race to dream yourself out of the dream because you were actually never in the dream. Everything is totally cool as it is right now. And we're right now in the play of dreaming ourselves out of the dream. It's a nice dream. Yeah? It's a nice play to have in the dream. We're dreaming ourselves out of the dream. And the dream's going to get happier. What a bad, what a great deal, eh? Jesus. Oh, you mean I, I, I have to get out of the dream right now? No, that would be selfing. Because in fact, selfing. Because there is really no dream. There's no one in the dream. There's just dreaming. Yeah? And the dream's going to get happier. How can you... See, if there's a tiger in a dream, it'll scare the shit out of you if you're a dream object. Yeah? If you're in the dream as a dream object, that tiger is going to seem real to you. Only because you're real as a dream object. When you wake up from the dream of being an object, calling it a subject, which is selfing, you'll see all your dream tigers as dream tigers. They won't have the ability to affect you like they used to. Are you ever, do you have to worry or do you concern yourself or read books about how not to be afraid of a tiger when you realize you just dreamt it? No. When you wake up from the dream, you realize it has no threat. It's just a dream tiger. It's exactly what happens in a way. 
Right now, this is a dreamed object. You are dreaming this. You are dreaming this. And this dream has a, this dream object has an incredible ability to intimate its true subjectivity. Yeah. In that intimation, it starts dreaming itself out of the dream, and it's going to get happier for you. Look at it. You're in Tiruvannamalai. You get to see great people all year and be near a holy spot with Ramana Maharshi. It's like a nuclear reactor there. You know, other people live in lovely Toronto here and uh, whatever. I got to go back to Staten Island. What the hell do you think I'm? <laughs> My dream's not looking as happy as yours. <laughs> I better start dreaming faster. You get happier soon. No. But you know, you got it, eh?